You're listening to the two dumb users. So I was googling testicles. God, I can't wait for the weekend to get here. <laughs> I, I literally can't. I can't wait for the weekend. It needs to be here soon. Well, at least you got the antibiotics to get rid of that. So, I mean, if uh, you know that's an issue for you throughout the weekend, it shouldn't burn it, as it much. Should, so. you know, it should be. Hopefully, the burning stops because yeah. that's you know I've been drinking so much water and it's burned every well, half think, hour. You think after four times of having that you would be uh, a little bit more? Oh, hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the two dummy enders, everybody. This is episode 252, 252. How are you doing today, Michael? Other than the burning sensation, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm I'm living the dream. The burning is <laughs> still there. It's, you're a veteran at this point, so I, I think you'll be all right. Say, you know, the fourth time, you know, this is, go for five, you know, one for the thumb, one for mm-hmm. the thumb. I like you know? it. I got all the old banners in storage. I can pull out the one for the thumb for you. Yes. Some I, of those up. Yeah. And then once I get that one, you know, once you get the one for the thumb, that sixth one comes rather quick. Yes, yes, yes. Boom, boom. Well, for just, Pittsburgh Steelers, it does. There's a couple yeah, teams I'll, that can argue that. Uh, yeah, I, I hope, I hope, you know, once I get six, I can stop like the Steelers. You know? <laughs> we, the Steelers, me and the Steelers decided we've been great at what we've done or at what we do. So we're just going to stop at six. Yeah. Well, you also had a, a lot of yours, um, you know, your, your, your infections early on. So it was like the Steelers. It's, uh, you know, you have to catch up now. I'm trying. I'm trying to, man. Uh, hockey, Mike. We got the Penguins back on ice tonight. They are playing Connor McDavid and the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Yes. Mike, the Oilers are coming in at 31 19 and 8, taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are 27 20 and 9. I am going to make a prediction right now. I'm going to say they're going to lose. Is that really a prediction? If it's, you know, <laughs> but yeah, that's a bull. Bold prediction there. Bold prediction, yeah. You know, hot take. Mm-hmm. Penguins might lose a close one. Yes. I, I just you know, Here's the thing. I, I sometimes I go back and forth. I say, you know what? Maybe they'll win. They got their goal, the goalie back. They haven't yeah. played well in a while. Uh-huh. I, I, you just don't get that with this team. You're, you're just better off at just saying, you know what? They're probably yeah. not going to win, and it's been working. So, you know what? I'm sticking with that until they change my mind. Yeah, I, I am too. You know, it's a good bet. You know, we, we last time we played, it was a 6-3 uh, shellacking, at, mm. you know, that we, we suffered at the hands of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So I, I think it's safe to say that we are going to lose. Watch them, watch them win tonight. Wouldn't that be something? Hey, if, if they win because of our pessimism, I will take that. Wouldn't that be great? You know, that that's why I always pick against the Steelers. And, you know, I want them to win, you know? Yeah. So I figured if I against them they're going to show me they personally know that i am rooting against them mm. yes derpy thank you i i think that um you're on the right path follow me my friend you'll be on the right path good Don't. life advice no, shit. <laughs> I, I you know what i think we should be uh life coaches we should be life coaches we could do it right online we could we could do like a um you know the the conference kind of things and we'll have a yeah. bunch of people come in and we'll tell them how to f- do great things with their lives yeah like you know i, I can't follow my own advice but i give sound advice yeah, everyone yeah. else just follow my advice that is what i do best they are it, I, it is well time past the penguins to have a rebuild and it's it they aged out man we saw this happen with uh 
Chicago. We saw it happen with the LA Kings, and it finally caught up with the Penguins. Yeah, sure even, though, even though it's like, you know, it's not the veteran, it's not the core three, it's everyone else. Once they hit a certain age, they just can't keep up. But those three keep playing along at a pretty high level. I tell you what, it, it's a safe bet to say the Penguins are going to lose. We're going to mm-hmm. say that we all agree on that. We don't know what's going to happen, but we all agree on that. Mike, why don't you give me a prediction? Give me a prediction. That would make it a little bit more interesting. Give me a, a score. What do you think the score is? The score is tonight? Let's go. Ooh, I'm going to go 7-2. 7-2 <laughs> Edmonton. Edmonton. Edmonton and like Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. I, I think two out of the three end up on the score sheet. Okay. Well, that's that's always a safe bet, Mike. I think it's going to be four to one Edmonton. Um, you know, I'm not too far from the course here and or not too far from the course. And I yeah. think that you know what? Whatever does happen, whatever happens tonight at <laughs> seven o'clock in Pittsburgh, it's gonna fall by the wayside because on I believe it's mm, the 26th, mm-hmm. they play the they host the Tampa Bay Lightning, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah but Let's make it easier but listen to this well we do have st louis mixed in there st louis is mixed in yeah. but in the tampa bay lightning game donnie iris will be singing the national anthem to celebrate his 80th birthday at pbg arena so Hey, if Donnie iris can't inspire the penguins to victory i don't know what will well here's my thinking if they're going with by what the Pirates do, they do everything but put good players on the field and, and, and make the adjustments they need to do to make the team better. Maybe we could, uh, you know, we could just do all the extra things like the mm-hmm. Pirates, which we are going to get more into that a little bit later because I got a little bit more detail on some of the renovation um, going on over at PNC. But again, we'll get to that, Mike. But yeah, come on out to the Tampa Bay game. Get to see some Donnie Iris, all-time rock icon. I, I knew he was old. I didn't realize he was that old. 80, 80 years old. Wow. It's still out there performing. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I do. I follow him. So I, it isn't just this pick him out, call him out of the home and, and have him come and sing a song. He and his his people do rock during, you know, not this time. And they are, you know, still performing. So maybe we could do, but maybe, maybe we'll still be doing this at 80, Mike. Oh, well, we're still doing this at 80. Oh, <laughs> Times are tough in the hood. You know what? I I, I agree. I don't think you will be alive anywhere near that point. But I will uh, carry on strong, will, man. I will carry on strong and and keep the good name. Oh yeah, you're the one who's going to carry on strong. <laughs> uh, Out of the two of us, I think I might live the marginally healthier lifestyle. Well, I think that we're probably marginally. Gonna, we're going to even out. Yeah, we're going to even out somewhere. Oh yeah. Um, I got some news that I like. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that yet. I was watching college basketball last night while I was uh-huh. waiting for Beavis and Butthead to come on. Uh-huh. And a couple big things happened last night, Mike. I want to start with this Boston College Virginia game. I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh Boston College upsets Virginia. I saw that. 63 to 48. Now, this is interesting. This makes things really interesting in the ACC, especially if you're a Pitt fan. Uh-huh. Pitt now, Mike, Pitt now controls their own destiny. With Syracuse coming to town tomorrow, in the following game in Notre Dame, mm-hmm. the last game of the season against Miami, mm-hmm. if Pitt would win out, they win the ACC. There's no stopping them. There's nothing at this point that could happen. If Pitt wins the rest of their games, they are ACC champions. They win the conference. And 
I think that, you know, like I said, providing they don't stumble on Syracuse or Notre Dame, yeah. this could make a really interesting weekend next weekend in this, in this, in this, um, regular season showdown with Miami, which everyone already expected it to be a big game just because. Yeah. Mike Pitt wins out. They win the conference. Nothing could, nothing could stop them. They do control their own destiny. <laughs> you know, you, you, you like this position in sports. Oh yeah. How many times the Steelers, it came down to, you know what, if you win the last four, if you win the last six, how many ever games the rest of the season, the rest of the way out, you will be into the playoffs. And you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a thrilling ride if you're a fan, because you're really on the edge of the see you, you know, you want this team to do it. And like I said, they win, they're in, you know, they, that's, it's, the, you know, they have the crown in the, in the, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, in the ACC. That, so, so that was a big upset, Mike Boston college, which I talked about yesterday with having the big man, uh-huh. And they, you know, they were able to to beat us, and I, I just, uh, mm-hmm. it was amazing. I was watching another game, and and that came up. Yeah, I thought, man, that that's so cool. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, you you hope like like you're saying, c- controlling your own destiny. That is shoot, especially at this point in the season. Yeah, but also the at the same time, like the pressure that puts on you because you know, like, hey, it's all on us. Now. Right. We don't, we had, we got all the outside help we needed. Now we need to perform. Now you're going to see like, all right, who, who are your gamers yeah. and who are your, um, Hey, not your big time players. And that, that's what's going to happen right there. That's going to be interesting to see. An edge, Mike. We're going to see what this team's all about. Yeah. I think. Will they come out and you're going to see what kind of team they are? Like, are they going to come out tight because they control their own destiny or are they going to come out loose now? But Hey, we it's on us now. We can go out there and just play the way we want to play. We don't have to try and keep things tight to the vest and hope we get bounces going our way. Now we can go out there and just play. I and do fear if that weight is lifted off their shoulders, knowing they can just go out there and play. That helps a lot of people. Like you, you have that no pressure. Well, here's the know, thing: they never got the, they never cracked into the top twenty-five, and that's the part that concerns me because it's a psychological thing. You know it as well as I do. And mm-hmm. in a lot of schools that are like Pitt, as soon as you get ranked. You, there's there's some yep. kind of brain fart that happens and you you get tripped up and you end up getting not I mean this is a pit thing I mean this goes on all the time oh, football, yeah. basketball and you know that's the one thing that concerns me let's just say you know uh, they they win these next two games and it's in their head hey we win against Miami that's it we we got the ACC crown it just concerns me that yeah. that might be the case I hope it isn't the case but um, you know what any way that any way that it breaks down Mike if they win these next two and say they lose to Miami they're still in a great spot they're still gonna you know, go into the into the ACC tournament feeling hot, and they're still going to go into the big tournament at this point. There's no convincing me otherwise. I think that Mike, I the one thing that concerns me is just that it's it's that the same reason why when we just got to a certain point and everyone just said, "Why aren't we ranked? Why aren't we ranked? Why aren't we getting respect?" At that point, I just started saying to myself, "You know what? Do you, watch what you ask for," because I think that we play a little bit better with our backs against the wall, mm-hmm. being that that us against the world kind of team. Yeah. I think that's the kind of that's the position that Pitt has to take if they do want to make a big run. I, I don't I don't think you can start giving these guys the accolades. I don't think it's going to help this team out at all by doing that. Yeah, I can. I, yeah, I see where you're coming from because, like you said, that is like a, a Pitt thing, and it's like it's just like a Pittsburgh thing. Like when you get that expectations are you are the best. That seems to be one of the teams in this area. I don't know. Like the, it just seems like that's when you start losing, but. I don't know. I, I want to see them do, you know, make you know, win out, make it to the tournament. But then people are like, eh, well, you know, they, they only made it because of, you know, Virginia lost and they really shouldn't be here. And they get a bad ranking and then have that us against mentality to go in. 
to the tournament and try and do damage that way. Here's the thing that gets me about that. People say things like that, but you know what? We play, we all play the same schedule. Yeah. In the ACC, once you knock out your first X amount of games, your exhibition games, your hand-picked games, you then play the same exact schedule that everybody else in the conference plays. And you know what? Virginia got upset by um, Boston. You know what? We got upset this season, too, by teams we shouldn't have lost to. Yeah. You know, so like I said, we just have to we just have to take that us against the world into, you know, moving forward, going into March. I think Pitt might be just fine. I, I think, like we spoke about yesterday, there are, there are a few things that they are missing mm-hmm. comparable to, you know, <laughs> compared to some of these really, really good teams in the land. But, um, you know, they're going to make a good run, which they can. Yeah. Yes, I'm watching a game last night, and they're talking about Miami. Maybe it was on the ACC network. I, I don't remember where it was, but they were talking about Miami having a legit shot of being a team that could be a Final Four team. Miami. Yeah. Miami's a team that we beat. Mm-hmm. Miami's a team that we could possibly knock, uh, you know, out, out of the, out of the running for the crown in the ACC, and if we beat them one more time, you know, how far are we off from being a, a pretty exactly. damn good team? Exactly, and kind of like I want to pick up what uh, Derp you wrote in the comments because I was uh, we were talking back and forth, me and him, about like I'm looking for a one seed to be knocked out, and he brought up Alabama. Well, that's uh, interesting. I yeah, have you heard ahead. about what's going on there? No. Well, you know, they they kicked a player off because he was. You know, he oh, shot someone. Yeah. Well, they found out their their number one player. Um, who was it? Anthony. I want to get the name right because I don't want to. Excuse me, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon Miller. You were close. He, he's the one. He's the one. I was going to say Anthony Miller. Okay, <laughs> like, I gotcha. Yeah, but no, he apparently he was the one according to text messages who supplied the gun. So like, yes, playing and, and or not, delivered it. To, to yeah. The- so if he. You know, they get the one and they eventually decide or something happens to where he can't play. Could that be the upset? Like or it very all well. All this turmoil be. going on and he still plays. Can they be upset in the first round with everything going on? How focused are they going to be going in? You know what? That's a, that's a great point. I did see that news yesterday about this this young gentleman in, in this situation. I didn't even cross my mind. But yeah. you know what? That's an excellent point. Derp's also saying uh, maybe Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. This might be the season, Mike. This might be the season that we do see. I want some ones upset, man. I want number one seeds upset. I, I mean, you're, you're playing schools, though. I mean, the first round that are named, you know, like mike and ryan university so i mean there's i, I think that there's literally zero chance that anybody's going to lose in that first round but yeah as far as one seeds and providing that's who they're going to be i, I yeah. think that alabama is a very very yeah. good candidate for and then, that and then like uh purdue man they they've lost to they lost to Rutgers this year mm. <laughs> Rutgers is um Oh, Rutgers, uh, they lost to Indiana when Indiana was ranked 21 overall. And then yeah. Northwestern and Maryland. Northwestern ain't bad. I mean, yeah, bad, yeah that's right. Yeah, Northwestern isn't bad. Yeah, they're they're a game and a half behind Purdue. But come on, like Rutgers is sitting there at 17. Who was the last team that you named after? Uh, Maryland. Maryland. And Maryland's sitting there. They're also 10 and, or 19 and 9. They're third in the conference. So they, they lost the other two teams behind them. But, my God, like this Big Ten conference is not – you know, we're not known for basketball over here. Oh, yeah, right. I, you know, it's, it's such a goof, goofy year. Yeah, but they, they, they've knocked off some ranked teams when they played them. But my, I don't know. You lose to, I don't know. You yeah. lose to bad teams. I, I don't like that. You lose to Rutgers, even though it was like in the midport season. Eh. Right. And how strong is the Big Ten? That's like, you know, like in college football in the playoffs, are you coming out of the Big Ten? Well, how how real good was the competition? Right. 
I, I like it. Good, good heads up. Yeah. Uh, Dirt. Thank you. That's, yes. That's a, yes. Cause I, like I say, I really don't pay attention to college basketball until the tourney starts. I, I, so, like, I pay, and yeah. I pay attention to a degree and then you uh-huh. get to certain points of the season. Then you start paying attention yeah. a little bit more, <clears throat> but that that's an amazing point. Yes. I, I just, I, I didn't even put the two together. I seen that news. Yeah. And, um, yeah. We, yeah. My boss was telling me this at work. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Cause mm. normally like we're kind of, all over that talking like texting back and forth did he hear about this dude that was insane and you, he's still playing he's projected to be what a lottery pick in the draft next year it's going to be wild to see what happens there and how's that team gonna you know keep keep insulated going down the stretch i tell you what i do like what's going on in college sports though because you know now north carolina is good in football and duke's good in football and North Carolina's bad at basketball and Alabama's good at basketball and Northwestern's all the way up there. Yeah. I mean, I, I follow Trey Essex on uh, Twitter. He's like, yeah. where, where's our, he's like, like Pitt fans, like, where's our ranking? Where's our mm-hmm. ranking? All we do is win. Yeah. And Pitt being, you know, up in it and everything. And I, I mean, it's, it's a bunch of things that you generally don't see and it's a lot yeah. of fun. Um, I'm, I'm liking, I'm liking the college sports scene this year. Mike. Me too. Yeah. Like Derpy's saying, I think like, I agree too. Like I called that earlier, like sweet 16 for this pit team. I like that. I, I would, I would be cool with that. I would like for this team, I would take it. But did you also see like the, the starting lineup for who was it? Like the, um, Oh God, he was telling me at work. I, I can't remember. You see like the Timberwolves or um, the Thunder. Our like Pitt starting five and their starting five. Pitt has an older starting five than an NBA basketball. We team. are very old. You're right. <laughs> hey, at this oh, point, like, we're doing what we got to do. I, hey, and, like, he was like, talk about men playing against boys. And, yes. Hey, that's what, yes. that's what Pitt does. You know, you need a quarterback. You, you know, you, you get a Kenny Pickett who's like, our strength players. is our, our yes, yeah, absolutely. Old players in college. You know who we were like? I don't know if you had one in your town. But we had this kid, this this kid, he was probably like, I don't know, felt like he was 20 years older than the rest of us. Uh-huh. But he would always play football with all the younger kids. Yeah. And he would be the, and you know what? It wasn't enough that he played football and basketball with all the young uh-huh. kids. He had to like really rub it in their faces yeah. when he you know, would score a touchdown or. Yeah. And uh, that, that's, what, that's what Pitt feels like yeah. this year. You, do you remember the uh, the movie um, Necessary Roughness? Absolutely. Scott Bakula, Sinbad, mm-hmm. Kathy Island. That, that's like pit football or pit basketball yes. right now. They're finding all these guys who have like one year of eligibility left. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> I do. I like it. I like no, it. A lot. I, I, I found that I found that interesting. Like, you know, an NBA team is younger than than Pitt starting yes. five. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware, but that is pretty interesting. That, that is, I was like, that's that's no, that is a fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. That is a fun fact. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, that's what I like the the regions and the matchups. I can't wait to see like what regions these teams get put in because right. everyone's why are they in the West? Why are they in the East? And they're fighting about it and everything. I can't wait. Selection was it Selection Sunday? Don't they do it on a Sunday? Yes, yes. Or Saturday or whatever. I forget what they call it. It is a Selection Sunday. I can't also, wait. I see, watch... I know a little bit about college basketball. You know, I missed, I don't know, what did I say that I missed? I missed a Boston College-Virginia game. It was because I was watching Syracuse, just because I wanted to get a, get a, get a better yeah. look at Syracuse. They were playing Clemson, and they got blown out of the water. I'm like, I'm pretty confident. And, and last week, just come out, and we're we're, uh, we're not hitting anything. We just we come out. But you know what? I'm watching Syracuse last night, and, uh-huh. uh, you know, Clemson ain't anything amazing. 
and Syracuse is just that much more. Uh, there's there's such a margin between the top three oh, yeah. teams in the conference and everybody else. And I'm not too worried about Syracuse. I'm not worried about Notre Dame. And I this is something. I mean, obviously the team, the coach, everything. They have to keep their their head yeah. in one game at a time. But me myself, I'm not worried about these next two. Syracuse don't scare me at all. Yeah, like I said, I, I watched them get blown out last night. I'm not. There's nothing about that team that scares me. And Notre Dame, not at all. But that game against Miami will be huge. Yeah. It will be huge, provided Mike we do win these next two games. And we, like I said, we control our own destiny. We went yeah, out. They do. We are they the do. ACC champions, man. So this last game at the Pete this year, you know that place should be rocking and rolling. And then you got the next two on the road, man. Absolutely, man. Finish strong. Can't wait. I can't wait. They, they, they're, they're, you know, exceeding everybody's expectations. Yeah. And I mean, the fans, we obviously, we, you know, we look at the schedule and we're like, you know, we could win all these games. So the fans we're, we're in there, but everybody else, you know, they yeah. didn't see, they didn't respect this team enough to put them in the top 25 all season. And like I said, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's a good thing at this point. Yeah. Play the back against the wall card, play us against mm-hmm. the world. And you know, sometimes that, that really goes a long way for teams in, in situations like this. So I'm excited. Bring them on. Let's do it. <laughs> Ooh. I guess what I was going to say mm. before, and big news, well, I'm not news, but some people don't know. The XFL, there's a game tonight, Mike, a Thursday night game. What? Yes, what sir. The Seattle, or I'm sorry, not this. Yes, St. Louis Battlehawks are at the Seattle Sea Dragons. So you are going to get to see our favorite quarterback, Ben DiNucci, play tonight for um, for Seattle, Mike, Ben DiNucci. Now that's your boy, man, Ben DiNucci. We're not going down that that. Uh, you know, it was wild when I seen us. I thought it had to be it had to be Seattle that's playing tonight because we're going to talk about this, and we just had the, you know, the um, pleasant exchange the other day about <sighs> Ben DiNucci. But no, everybody, the XFL. There's football tonight. Everybody, if anybody doesn't realize this, yes, football tonight, nine o'clock. Seattle Battlehawks versus the. Why do I keep saying that? St. Louis Battlehawks <laughs> versus the Seattle Sea Dragons. <laughs> You will get to see not only Ben DiNucci, but Mike, but on the Seahawks, they do have Josh Cribs, a few other guys you may recognize. And if you recall from last weekend, the St. Louis Battlehawks. <laughs> um, Brad Gradkowski, the former Pittsburgh Steeler backup yeah. quarterback and uh, local, he is the offensive coordinator over there in St. Louis. So there you go. We got football tonight, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we got the Penguins. We got football. I will be switching back and forth. Um, I can't wait. My big night. I just, I, I, I think that I'm going to watch, you know what? Penguin games should only last till about nine 30 tops. So I mean, yeah. anything, there's only going to be that half hour period of time that, you know, I, we'll have to figure it out and decide, but you know what, if Connor McDavid comes in and is either putting a whooping on us, I'm, I'm going right over the XFL at nine o'clock. Oh still, yeah. I'm still, I still don't have football out of my system. I love it. I, I'm loving the uh, XFL, even though like the ratings, I, I saw that it looks like they, They've taken a dip down from uh, XFL 2.0, but you know what? I think it's going to get better. I I hope it does get better. It, it just it just sucks the way you know that that league. Man, they they were going well, then everything happened that happened. Boom, shut down. So hopefully, slow and steady get back up to where they were. The XFL, I think I heard and quote and find and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. The XFL had better ratings last week than the NBA All-Star game. I that wouldn't surprise me because I, I saw that their ratings were down. Like everything around that game was down. Attendance. Uh, yeah. It was like uh, it was getting beat by like everything. Down. 
Martha Stewart. I, I don't know Martha Stewart, but I just know that that <laughs> Martha Stewart. Hey, hey, she's in Snoop's gang. Do not bad. Oh, I am not doing. You know what? She is hardcore. She didn't snitch. She did her time. She held that shit on lockdown, man. She's she's hardcore, man. She she's more gangster than six nine. I tell you what, the NBA, yeah, their their ratings were way down, and I'm pretty sure I, I read somebody that was in the NBA formerly had written that they had uh, they had lost the ratings battle to the XFL this weekend. So I thought that was kind of wild. You know, it's it's a bad, bad, bad thing for the NBA, but it's kind of a good thing for the XFL. So yeah, yeah, I, I... football, Mike. Oh yeah, <laughs> rooting for San Antonio because of Heinz Ward. That's, yeah, that's the only I'm rooting for them. And who who's a uh, Rod? Who's he coach? Vegas? Uh, Vegas Vipers. Yeah. Uh, that's what's going next. The next games, Mike, there's also three more games this week. Saturday is the second game of the week. It is D.C. at the Vegas Vipers, mm-hmm. Rod Woodson's coach team. Uh, then the following two games are on Sunday, San Antonio Brahmas, which uh, is which, uh, which is they're mentioning there yep. about Heinz um, Ward being the coach, that the first Sunday, name, first Sunday game is San Antonio versus Orlando. And finally, the last XFL game of the week, Mike, will be Arlington at Houston. As I mentioned last week, the Houston, uh, they, they seem like they're hitting on all cylinders. I, yeah. I, I, Mike, watch this team. Watch Houston on Sunday. See what you think. They are, I, you know, at this point, I mean, how much do we really have to go on? Yeah. But they do look like they are the top team in the XFL. And that is the last game of the weekend, Arlington at Houston. I, I'm hoping, hoping I'm able to sit down in this weekend and watch a couple of these games. Like, this is the only free time I have. It's on the weekends anymore to watch sports. So I'm glad there is football still available. Me too. You know what? And I was thinking <laughs> once this is done, then the USFL starts. Yeah. And then once no. the USFL is done, it's going to be like almost time for, for uh, yeah. camp and summer. Yeah. Well, well, then we still have that. We have the combine coming up in a couple of days. We have the combine. We, we have the draft, which it makes me mad. I all, all year long, I'm like, I, when I put my vacation in for work, I have to re- put in for the dates of the draft. What did I do? I put in for my kid's birthday week. Oh, what are you thinking? I know. What kind of... Uh, well, what was I thinking? Why was I trying to be a responsible parent? I totally forgot. Yeah, like, I, wanted the whole draft. I know. The draft only comes by once a year. His oh. birthday, I can celebrate that any day of the week. He has you can't no have idea a draft any day of the week? You cannot. You cannot. I, I have failed this as a sports fan. why I hate you fan. sometimes. This is why I hate myself sometimes because oh. I was looking up the dates for the draft. I'm like, mother. <laughs> I want to go. I'm like, before we move on and get into football, which we have, we have plenty. I do want to cut into something that um, Derpy did say recently. I'm trying to look back and find it. Uh, I see Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky. You mentioned Kentucky. I do want to mention I, real quick, guys. Also on TV last night was the Kentucky, Florida basketball game. Uh huh. I wanted to make mention of this. There's a young gentleman on the Kentucky basketball team. His name is Adu Thero. Mm-hmm. He's a freshman. He um, is one of the main eight. The first half they played eight players, and he was one of the main eight. He only scored two points. He only averages 2.4, two bounds a season. But, again, he's a freshman, mm-hmm. halfway through his freshman season. Now, Adu, he is from right down the river here. From where we he went to Quaker Valley, Mike Quaker Valley yeah. High School. I believe don't don't quote me on this, but I think they won a state championship. But he, um, when my my oldest son, he would use he used to play AAU basketball, and this uh, dude was a few years younger, and it was wild because 
his dad was um he was part he ran part of the AAU program. Yeah. Now this guy went to Memphis. The dad he played basketball in Memphis and blew his knee out. Six foot ten, Ooh. big Al, and he never was able to uh, uh, pursue his career in the NBA. Yeah, six foot ten was it in Memphis doing great, blew out his knee. And his mom, who's six foot seven, she spent time in the WNBA. Oh wow! So a dude is at six foot six at this point was never that big obviously when these kids were in school i mean he's like i said five years younger than my my oldest and he was it was amazing mike because when you would go down to the aau aau games they would always have well you know and i think it was set up this way because they knew that this kid was going to be something his dad yeah. was 610 his mom was in the wnba and they would always have him playing in a in a in a uh, group that was like two sizes too big so he was out there running with these high school kids mike when he was like in sixth seventh grade jesus so you knew he was going to be good yeah and like I said, he's not at the point yet where he's he's able to to maximize his potential because he is a freshman. They have a you know they have a couple of really good people, and, and those guys yeah. eventually have to graduate. But that name, he's number three. He's six foot six. He's a freshman, two hundred pounds. He went to Quaker Valley High School, Mike, right down the river here. I'm pretty sure they won the state championship when he was on the team. Uh, again, he's only scored. He's only averaging two point four a game and two point one boards. But keep your eye on him, Mike. He's a local. I think he's going to do amazing. If he has any of the genes with like his parents, he is yeah. going to go far in the sport. And like I said, from what I know and from what I've seen, there's no doubt in my mind. Again, he is one of the top eight. He was playing in the first half with this team in a big game against Florida last night. Um, Adu Thero. So keep an eye on him. I did want to talk about him, Mike, because I always, like I said, I, I like to talk about the local guys. And I think you're yeah. going to see a lot about him coming up down the road because he still has three more years of eligibility oh man you know in college so yeah he's gonna be a lot of fun big guy he's, he's a big <laughs> and it's wild because i'm watching it <laughs> and i know how big his dad is and i know yeah. how big he is and he's small compared to some of these guys that are out there being, being that he's a freshman. <laughs> yeah i can't wait to watch him in three years if he sticks around and you know yeah and um it's gonna be a lot of fun so again everybody i do hero for kentucky number three uh, yeah, let's let's fumble over to football, Mike. We started to talk about the combine, and of course, um, Omar Khan. He'll be speaking at uh, podium two on Tuesday morning at ten thirty. If you want to catch that, and I'm not sure what's the dates, what's the situation with the combine? When does everything start? When does everything end? What's give me, give me some scoop, Mike? Uh, oh God, uh, combine is. I know they they've extended the uh, the days for how far it's going to go. It is coming up. I believe it is. Yes, the 28th through March 6th, 28th through March 6th. Um, you can watch it on the uh, NFL Network. They literally sit there and they break it down player by player for the most part. Who's out there running the 40s, doing the drills and everything. It's if you're the week is the 28th, Mike. Is that like 28th Tuesday? is a it's yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday through Monday. And it's like broken down by one day is like wide receivers. And then you have like tight ends, running backs, get a day, offensive linemen, get a day, defensive linemen, get a day. The big day is like the quarterback day. And once you get into like your skill positions day, that's the big day. DBs. Yeah. Uh, My favorite is watching everyone run the 40. Yeah. That's my favorite. The 40 and the 25 or the the 225 on the bench. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I enjoy this week. It is the next step in our NFL season. Again, like I said, uh, Omar Khan will be speaking at podium two, 10, uh, 10 o'clock. I think that's 10 30, 10 30, Tuesday morning. Check it out if you want to hear Omar talk. I'm excited, Mike. So, we do, we have from Tuesday to Monday will be the combine. And then, what's the next big date after that? 
Uh, it should be NFL free agency. Um, hold on, let me see when that starts. That starts the. Um, let's see. Uh, February twenty first through February. March seventh, teams may use for, uh that they can start using the franchise tag and transition tags. Um, God, let's see key dates here. I. I did not have this safe, so excuse me. Uh, the league, the legal tampering period, like when teams can start talking to pending free agents uh, to work out contracts, that starts March 13th through the 15th. The actual start of free agency is March 15th at 4 p.m. That is the beginning of the new league year. March 15th? Yeah, that's when you can start um, actually signing people, but the 13th through the four, 13th through the 15th up until 4 p.m., you can tamper then 4 p.m., Boom, on the 15th, you can start signing players. Uh, yeah, so there you go, everybody. We have um, – jeez. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's right around yeah. the corner. Yeah, Amazing. it is. Yeah, it is going to be – oh, man. And then the draft Chocolate. comes when? When's the draft? The, the, the draft is – The end of uh, April? Uh, the end – because it keeps getting moved on me, and I always forget – it used to be at a certain time of the year, then it's changed. April twenty eighth is when that oh, starts. Man. Yeah. It's all it's all coming. It's coming fast. Yeah, man. yeah. Because they they moved it up. It used to be um like in May, I believe. And then at yeah, that point, April. after that, then you're just um you know you're waiting yeah. out for camp. Yeah, April twenty eighth, you have round one. The 29th, you have round two through three. And then the thirtieth is four, five, six, and seven. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, this is my time of the year. I can't wait. And I like this because you have these, these new leagues now that's kind of keeping mm-hmm. us in football while all this we're waiting for, you know, this two week period, this a month period. You know, we have we have football to watch in the meantime, and it, it just it, it just keeps getting better and better, Mike. Yeah, it does too. It's oh, I am a football football crazed, and I love it, and I want more of it. Oh man, give me some. Football, I and this is this is like I said, man. This is my season, the off season. I love it. I yeah. get to play GM. I can't wait. I'm a nerd. This is my shit right here. Yeah, I, I'm excited. This is wild. I, I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to just trying to let it all sink yeah. in, man. It's nonstop football. I thought that this day would never come. Oh, it, it needs to be here. It needs to be here. I want I want the draft right away. Right. I, I hate having to wait. I hate having to wait for the combine. I nah. all right. Nah. So here we go. It needs to be Ta- here now. Tyler Lewin, Mike. We talked about him many times. Oh, our buddy. Your the buddy. Buddy, our buddy. No, I ain't my buddy. He's your you buddy. Lo- you love him. So anyway, he was released by Tennessee. Yes. Three Pro Bowls, injury bound. All yes. the Steeler crazies are online. Let's oh, pick this. Guy. They got yeah. they got Steeler uniforms on them already. Uh-huh. And, you know, and I know and you know that he has injury issues and he wasn't exactly the high. I mean, he was good. He had a few, few Pro Bowls. But you know what? At the end of the day, there was um, he wasn't. Let, let's see what else is out there before we throw start throwing uniforms yes. on, on Taylor Lewin, please. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. We, we... And if he gets picked up somewhere in the meantime, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be discouraged because there's so much more out there. And if there isn't much more out mm-hmm. there, we have the draft. I, I, I don't think we should jump on this guy. It Me sounded either. nice because, hey, look at this. There's an offensive lineman. He has a couple of Pro Bowls. We need a good yeah. offensive line. Like I said, people he's, automatically he's, are going to put him in the position. You know, they're, they're, you're going to hear that name. But you know what? I think we we skip. 
Yeah. If we and if we regret skipping later on down the road, then you know what we regret skipping down the road. But I don't think we jump on the first. Um, the first. No, time. and like he, like you said, he has been hurt for my God. He's coming off for what his second ACL tear. Yeah. We do not need yeah. another injury prone player at an important an position. We already have one at outside linebacker. We don't need a left tackle who's injury prone too. You know, and those ACLs, Mike. That you know. Yeah. Once they start going on big guys, like once your ligaments start going, like one time and you get it repaired and it doesn't happen because again, you cool. still have to perform again at again. the highest yeah. level against mm-hmm. the biggest, strongest, fastest guys the the world has to offer as far as you yeah. know football goes. I say we skip this guy, Mike. I I just got a vibe. I get a vibe about it. I I think we could we could do better. We can do better. Uh, we can do better in the draft. We can do better. Maybe I I, I think. I'd rather have Dan Moore than than this guy because Dan Moore is at least there every game. At least Dan Moore, like when you put him up against someone know, good, Dan no Moore tends to ball out. I, no I, I, I want to upgrade over Dan. Well, absolutely, I, I would love Dan Moore on the right side more than on on the left side. Yes, but yeah, uh, Taylor Luan, you know he he yaps a lot to the media, and right. we already we already have a guy who does that a lot. Of a, yeah. yeah, like we we already have Cam. We don't need we don't need anyone else sitting there yapping their gums all and the do time. Do we need any more issues in the locker room like we've had in the past? Do we need no. any more issues? Yeah, with PR. <laughs> that's just something that we yeah. could we could do without right now, especially yeah. trying he, to get back mm-hmm. to a respectable level in this league. Yeah, we yeah because we've like the signings that we did last year, the draft picks we had, no one was really crazy. Yeah. You know, like you had, you know, um, what George Pickens, you know, on the sidelines, but that happens with every receiver in the league. And if you want to make a big deal out of it, that, that's what people were going to do anyway. They saw a young receiver gap in his saying, throw me the ball. Okay. Every receiver in the league says that, and people yeah. just wanted to make a story out of it. So I have no problem with like the, like the makeup of this roster, man. They, there's like no, there's no attitudes that are really bad. And right. why would you want to like Taylor Luan? He's never really that bad guy, but he, someone who gaps has his like always on podcast yapping. You, you don't need that. You just need people focus on football. And that's what they have now. And this team is getting better because of it. Like, did you see, did you see the other day they were talking about remember that incident late in the season with Marcus Allen going into the, the, um, yeah. The <laughs> did you read that where he was actually called over by the coach? in that huddle no I, I i swear i came across this on twitter and it said that he was called over the guy uh alan 32 whatever, whatever i can't yeah. call come over and he went over and it ended up looking a lot worse than it was the penalty was called i don't know this to be true or not mike but i i swear i just seen this that if, if you could confirm that that'd be great but uh, yeah it, that really changes that situation oh yeah that that really that does too because like if he knew the coach or you know right. wanted to say hi or hey how's it going whatever the situation him, was yeah. you know and he probably should have just went on his way but like I said if he was called over that that really changes things and you know yeah. people were demonizing him because hey this dude who goes into a team's huddle and starts a fight yeah. and causes problems and well apparently not him if that's if that in fact is the um the case I'm not seeing anything on Google but it might. Yeah. Yeah, but that would be interesting. It would yeah. But you know how how it goes. You do something like that. If that comes out and it's true, you know, it's not gonna be talked about everywhere. Yeah. It'll be buried. So uh, uh some th- more Mike, some more. I just saw this morning. Mason Rudolph might consider cons- 
consider sticking around playing in Pittsburgh if the Steelers would release Mitch. You know what? I would take that. You'd take? I would take Mason Rudolph. Yeah, because we know what we got. He Last time we saw him play in a live-action game was that game against the Lions, and it's a game we should have won. You know, yeah. we had a key drop for touchdowns. So, I, you know what? Give me Mitch. Or give me, give me, or uh, oh my God. Talk about this Freudian was something slip. that I just seen this yeah, morning. Give, give it's not, you know, being talked about greatly, but what yeah, I did I, see, I'll take it. Mason Rudolph could stay if he would consider staying if the Steelers would re- release Mitch Trubisky. See, is that coming from him or what? Because I know he, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll take it. Oh, no. I'll take it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give, give me a uh, Mason Rudolph and uh, Kenny Pickett. If that doesn't say Super Bowl champs, I don't know what does. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Mike. Uh-huh. You brought up uh, KP. Did you see now, and, and this name comes up a lot, and I, I don't want to keep saying his name on the show. Well, yeah, I'm talking about the guy on the radio station in Pittsburgh that we've talked, his name came up a few times over the past uh-huh. week. He says that, um, and I don't disagree with him. Hear me out. Okay. He says that he guarantees... Kenny will win at least one playoff game in the next in the first five years. And that's something that Lamar Jackson was not able to do. Do you think KP and the Pittsburgh Steelers win one playoff game now in the next four seasons? And if he does, that surpasses what Lamar was able to do in Baltimore. I think that we can. I, 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 I can't possibly imagine that we don't want a playoff game in the next four seasons. I, I just can't. I, I can't fathom that. Because we've already gone, you know. There's gonna be a lot of pressure on this team, Mike. Yeah, I can, I can see. Oh, oh, you know, like we've had, like you take it back to the season, like we had Bell, Ben, A, B, and they had trouble winning playoff games towards the end. And uh, I just, I, I the, the way, like the way this. If this defense can like improve, that line improves, and skill position players progress the way they can, yeah, I can see it happening. But it's going to be one of those games where it's a tight game down to the wire. Right. I'll take either, I mean, a W yeah, is a W. Or, I mean. Like you know, like I, I will he be the driving force behind it? Probably not. But I can see him, yeah, being on the of team. Of course, that wins. we don't know. I mean, there's we a don't lot of- know, and you know, I'm not the biggest Kenny guy, but yeah, I can see I mean, it. He could obviously he could put together a game winning drive, and you know, mm-hmm. moving forward, growing as a player. Yeah, he can I have just, that, that that team Tebow type drive where I you, just think like, that, it comes out of nowhere. I just, I mean, you know, without the stabs at the, at the guy again, <laughs> I, I know, just I think know. that um, I, I think we can do it. Yeah, I, I just can't imagine that the fans in the city are, are gonna not burn the place down if they do not win a playoff game in the next four seasons. Mike, we haven't won a playoff game since when, you know what I mean? Yeah. We I really can... need, there's going to be pressure on this organization to win at yeah. least a playoff game in the next four seasons. And it's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. And he, you know, he's the quarterback. So it, it has to happen with him. So I, I do finally agree with that, with that um, personality. And, um, and yeah, you know, what I'm talking about, I know you're talking about, but, um, I thought yeah. that was interesting. That's a good point. It didn't even dawn on me that, you know, with Lamar. Yeah. Um, going back, Mike, about the Ravens, <laughs> Clowney, Clowney to the Ravens is a uh, a topic that I've seen this morning. Did, didn't Clowney come from the Ravens at one point? Did he play? Or- no, I, mean, I don't think he played with the Ravens. I know he, oh God, I can't remember where he's been. Uh, he what with uh, the Texans. 
He was with the Texans. There was somebody else in the meantime. Te- he, Texans. Did he bounce around to Seattle for a year? Something. Maybe yeah, it was he, Seattle. Yeah, he's bounced around the league. Um, never really lived up to his potential because all those a bunch of injuries. Hammer concerns. though. I wouldn't want to get hit by that. Guy. Oh fuck no no no. He he you know? he was he never lived up to the big pass rusher that right. we thought he was going to be, but he turned into solid solid defensive lineman. <laughs> But that was some free agent uh, yeah. rumors that I read, possibly a clowny to the Ravens, which, you know, is just going to keep adding to that de- Ravens defense. Which is but- wow, that They need to add offensive weapons, man. They need <laughs> yeah. wide receivers. Talk about. There's going to be a lot of three-nothing games in that. Yeah, in that like, uh, okay, we're going to throw to Mark Andrews and then uh, Rashad Bateman, who's not that good, and Dunleavy, Dunvar, Dunbar, whatever his mm. the other receiver's name is. You can't. Get a quarterback and you don't give them wide receivers. Let me you bounce. Good running backs, but no wide receivers. Let me bounce this the other way real quick because I, I did want to get this in when we Typical were talking about Baltimore. the other two gentlemen. We were talking about obviously Mitch and, and um and Mason a minute ago. Another rumor that came up this morning, which is again, this is all rumors and speculation and fun talk. What about Baker Mayfield, Mike? He's a somewhat affordable backup quarterback if uh you know they play their cards that way and, I, May- and, and baker mayfield is not a guy that i would be afraid to put under center if things get bad if there's an injury mm-hmm. if uh, you know K- baker i mike there's a lot worse there is a lot worse but i don't think like for the price tag it's going to be probably he's probably going to want what trubisky has right now or more and i would you saw what that. happened when he went to he went to the charges of a gamer or, or to the Rams, he had he put up numbers. He's going to want to try and start again in this league. I don't think he's going to want to come to Pittsburgh and be make a it backup. interesting. Maybe maybe fight. I I, I you know what? I, there's I would take Baker over Mitch. Baker's a bit of a gamer. He, he's you know he's Action Jackson. I, I I don't have a lot of bad things to say about Baker Mayfield. At the end of the day, I think he would be a, a good and and like you said, he would he would be fighting. He would be trying to win. Um, <laughs> Derby, you know, <laughs> he's he has some good stuff. Derby, allegedly, yeah. Derby sees right through me. But the uh, like, <laughs> I I just think that you know, out of those three guys, if you're looking at Baker Mayfield, Mitch Trubisky, and um, Mason I, Rudolph, I'd rather all have, you know, I, and he's affordable. I'd rather I'd rather have him than Kenny Pickett. I mean, there's people that will say that, and it will. Like, be I'm not, and I'm and not trying be to like be facetious or that start an argument, but no, I would rather have. No, if, but, if if I'm bringing in um, Baker Mayfield, okay, I'm having him start. I'm I'm doing a going to a run first play action pass offense that I saw him execute very well in. Cleveland absolutely, until we had a separated. And shoulder. here's the thing: have him come and, and, and fight for the job, Mike. It could be a big thing, and it could be this hot topic. I mean, we we were no strangers to quarterback uh, controversy and quarterback. Yeah. competitions here in Pittsburgh. I would not be against it. I do like Kenny Pickett. You know that he's my guy. Oh, I know he's your guy. But That's why guy. I'm like taking a back. No, I I, I just think I, I want to win, Mike. I want to win football games. And if that's what it's going to take, if it takes Baker Mayfield, and it's not my first option, it's not what I want. But if that would be the case, I would not be against that 100%. I, I would, there, I, I think it could be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun having Baker Mayfield here. Oh my God. You know how many Yinzers would lose their minds oh and then what if he would go and he would you know he'd start and he would come out and win games and he would get like more wins against the cleveland browns and cleveland like ben did and it could be this whole fun thing it could you be know. a fun thing um i oh you know what oh man baker mayfield lining up under center hey he is the last quarterback to win a playoff game at hind slash accusure stadium You're right that's right mike 
So finally, we he, would have he, like he was given a raw deal in, in Carolina. Don't get me wrong; they had a couple good oh, guys. Had, and what's his yeah. face? McCaffrey wasn't out of there yet. But that organization's a it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting anything good from that. You send them out LA where they have a little bit of talent. They weren't as you saw what he did out there. They yeah. weren't a great team last year. They came off the Super Bowl and were a pretty bad team. He went out there. He was productive. He did good things. And he was winning games toward the end of the season to help that team. Mike, I would not be against that. I could be a Baker Mayfield guy if it came down to it. I've always liked Baker Mayfield. I did you too. Know, like um, for crazy yeah, for, talent, man. Yeah, like for the Rams, yeah, four touchdowns, two picks, and five games. Uh, yeah, completed sixty three percent of his passes. And when he All drops right. back, he ha- he knows what he's looking at. Like he he's 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 been in the league now. He's seen that. Yeah. You know, it's not his first uh, rodeo. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would not be against that, especially to come and bring it in as, as a competition. Mm-hmm. I'd be all aboard. I want to win. I want to win. I want to win too. Me I'll wear too. my Kenny picture, but I want to win. You know what I mean? Me too. I, like that's why. Like you know, I'm not like the big big Cam Hayward fan. But if he helps the team win, yeah, awesome. I'm not a big Kenny Pickett fan, but if he helps the team win, awesome. Couple, I, my, I I love it. That's what I want to. I will root. I root for the logo, no, not the name on the back. Right. So if you know, if we have to go out and get the Baker Mayfield to win, if that Baker, man guess what? You're, you're, you're my new and gold, player. <laughs> you better damn believe I'm going to be rooting for him on Sunday. <laughs> oh, man. We are going to get flamed. We are going to get attacked. We I want to win. Be, me you too. I, mean? I want to win. Me too. I will. That's why, like, you know, when um the Steelers or the Penguins went and got Darius Kasparitis, he all of a sudden became my, my favorite yeah. player. He was a misunderstood player. Where he came from, you know, he was not a bad guy. He's a good guy. So if you get Baker Mayfield, I've always loved Baker Mayfield. I don't know what you people are talking about. You know, I'm a um, Baker guy. Marshawn Lynch, Mike, on the I Am Athlete podcast named Najee is one of the top five running backs in the league. I don't know if I agree with top five, but I do think Najee uh, Harris is certainly underrated. Marshawn has him in a group with um, Henry, Josh Jacobs, Chubb, and Barkley, which are all uh, phenomenal Whoa. running backs. Wow. To put him in that list, again, you're talking top five. You're, you're talking elite of the elite of the elite. I don't know if I would go as high as the top five, but you know what? I would keep I, – I, I would – Najee certainly wouldn't be out of my top ten, I can tell you that. He, yeah, he would not. Um, Like, I, I don't put him in the, you know, the, that category, Josh Jacobs. No, Saquon, I, no. Uh, That next tier point, down. That next tier right. down on potential. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. Definitely on potential. Absolutely. And that was um, that was Marshawn Lynch. He made that comment. I, I like I said, I don't really disagree with you, Marshawn. Yeah. But like I said, I think maybe another good season, maybe a really good season under the belt of, of Najee. Then you could start having that conversation. Oh yeah. But uh, he he's definitely he's definitely underrated in my opinion as far as yeah. national opinion. Let's see. Uh, real quick here, I'm taking a look at um, Baker Mayfield's market value. Mm-hmm. It's actually uh, two years, uh, thirteen million dollars. So average value of six and a half million a year. Not bad. For a guy that he's like I said, he knows the game. He knows it. You know, you're you're not getting this guy who's going to be out there with the the look on his face. Like you don't. Yeah. When he drops back, he knows what he's looking for. He knows yeah. how to read defenses. Again, Jac- Jacoby Brissett, average value, market value. This this all Hackers according Spike. to a sport tack is a uh, bar. is a five point four million. So yeah, eh, one point two million more, give or takes. Not for the bad. experience for the uh, yeah. I, and, I I mean I don't be wrong. <laughs> I have nothing wrong with Brissett. I, I would no, be no, fine with, no. with him being put in the mix as well. But I, you know, if you're going to pay, if it's one a one million dollar difference, why not go with the more? Uh, yeah, like the you know, 
Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd take I'd take either one, but giving me the option, man, I would take Baker. Lendell White, <laughs> you remember that name, Mike? Oh my god, back. I remember he Lendell. Came White. out of USC. He was on Matt yeah. Leinart's team. Reggie Bush. He got drafted by the Titans. Steelers was it was a rumor at the time that we were going to look at him. Mike, he um he survived a heart attack at 34 years old. Oh, Lendell White, yeah. So damn, I remember. Oh, but he he's alive. Oh. He's all right. I don't. Yeah, that's good, man. I he played for uh, what the he went on the Tennessee. Got drafted. Tennessee. Yeah, I he was one of my favorite players in college. After Jerome Bettis retired, he was the guy that I was hoping that we was going to get to be our next. You know, our brute, our running back that was, uh, you know, going to be physical out of the backfield didn't end up going that way. But, uh, you know what? I, I always thought he was a good football player. Uh, Saturday, March 11th, Mike, if you're ready for some Pittsburgh Pirates, like mm. I know that you are. Oh, yeah. They play the New York Yankees. That's the one that I look forward to down in spring training. Mike, that is going to be March 11th at 105, Pirates versus the Yankees. Also. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, I'm getting in. I'm getting into the pirates here, so bear with me. Uh, the pirates. We went on yesterday a little bit about the putting money into these stadiums. Heinz uh, Field. They're putting the 1.4 million into the mm-hmm. toilets upstairs. Well, here's the pirates. They're putting a, a whole bunch into their scoreboard. Mike, it's going to make 118 yes. larger. I saw that. 118 uh... larger. It's going to be a huge, huge scoreboard. Also, Mike, along with that, there's going to be uh, ribbons. Ribbon boards Ooh, and a new sound system. So here you go, everybody. If you really miss your Pirates being a great baseball team and being in, in potential for the World Series, forget all that. Scratch it because we have ribbon boards and a new sound system and a bigger scoreboard coming. Yay. Feel the excitement, boys and girls. Because um, I'm not feeling it at all. It's ridiculous. I, I commented on uh, Andrew Stockey's post yesterday and and you know what i i went to town i i i i let them know how i feel about it i think it's <laughs> ridiculous it's 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 pathetic these people are making a mockery of pittsburgh mm-hmm. and people need to stand up for their city um it, it's not good it's, no, it's, it's stop, not. you gotta stop going to these games people and you know what if you're gonna go for a fucking ribbon board and then i i don't even know i don't even know where to go after that so ribbon boards mike the ribbon boards ribbon boards we got six minutes left in the show, uh, Mike. I do have a few things we still got to talk about. Bear with me. Who? Here goes two quick questions. Okay. Two quick questions. Um, who has a higher, who has a better career as far as overall success? I know it's two different sports, but bear with me with these names. Is it going to be George Pickens or is it going to be O'Neill Cruz over in the Pirates? Mike, which one of these guys mm. at the end of the day is going to have a greater career that Ooh. you would See, Pickens is is dependent on the quarterback play and line right. play, and you know the offense of game plan. And O'Neill Cruz is all on him. Yeah, if how he can develop oh. two amazing play. We're so lucky to have both these guys. I, it's going to be such a blast. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Pickens because we. I, I think it's going to be George Pickens. I think they're both going to be good. I think it, here's the thing. I think if uh, uh, Cruz uh, becomes uh, an amazing superstar, he, he won't be a pirate very long. No. Unless they a, lock him up now. Probably they, Yankees. Yeah. So we'll be looking forward to seeing him when the yeah. pirates play the Yankees. Yeah. And, oh, God, because the last, the last great player that the pirates developed was Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. And so hopefully, and 
hopefully Anil Cruz can, you know, find it in himself to become that type of player because the track record of Pirates developing players is not that great. Um, oh, God. What if, he, interesting... if, he do, if he does progress the way people think he think, thinks that he should progress, he can be one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Because that's how people talk about him. Oh, he, how fast he is, how hard he can hit, how how well he can play defense. Okay, now you're getting putting in minds of me. I want him to be like a modern-day Ken Griffey Jr., a Vlad Guerrero type yeah. player, like one of these greats. So that's that's where he's at. And if he can reach that pedestal, yeah, he would have a better career than uh, George. But uh, right now I'm going to say uh, George is going to have a better career just because the way uh, Steelers tend to develop better. Yeah, especially at the wide well, what a, what a couple of young talents. The Penguins, I, the Pirates do. Really excited. Really excited about both of these guys. Oh, I, yeah. I am. Um, Mike, I'm going to jump off sports here so we can get into the trivia. we still got uh, things to do here. So um, the Oscars, Mike, it's one year, one year since the slap. They're preparing. So there's no incidences this year at the Oscars. Mike, it's already been one year since Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock here. That's, the slap heard around the world. A year. Jeez. No, um, I don't know how I don't know how we survived. You ain't kidding. It's guy I got you that uh Ben Denucci shirt and uh, oh, hell broke loose. <laughs> Brian Reynolds, you know, he's getting going to be hurt or traded to the Blue Jays or Yankees. That's that's probably true. He just come out this week and said, I would love to finish my career in Pittsburgh. You're so full of shit. I, I don't I don't even get I, I don't got time to get started on him, Mike. But like the thing is that like uh, he's under contract control for the oh, next couple of years. So I, I it's going to be a whole song and dance between the, the pirates and Brian Reynolds and like O'Neill Cruz. Like the only way he's going to stay in Pittsburgh at the long term is if, if he's stupid and signs a long-term contract. Now they throw a bunch of money at him. That's a decent amount of money, but in the grand scheme of things, not that much. It, he signs it. That's the only way he's going to stay here for a long time. Drinking Coke and Pepsi, Mike, leads to larger testicles and more testosterone, studies say. Mike, I have the biggest balls in this side of the, the Mississippi, if that's the case. You know I like my pop. <laughs> there you have it, everybody. Drinking Coke and Pepsi leads to larger testicles. There and you finally. Go. You should probably, because they're all, <laughs> like, inflamed yeah. and not healthy. <laughs> and finally. The peep Pepsi that we talked about last week, the Pepsi, the peep flavored Pepsi. Yes. It was not as bad as a lot of people say. I've seen a couple of people, as a matter of fact, over the past two days talking about this peep Pepsi. Mike, they all say the same thing. It's not as bad as I thought. It's not as sweet as I thought. Yeah. Peep Pepsi. There you go. See, when you you kept saying, it sounded like you are saying pee Pepsi instead of peep Pepsi. Yeah, that makes sense. So when you're like saying it's not that bad, I'm like, what is my guy drinking over here? And Mike, why don't you go tell everybody about the website? <laughs> it's uh, twodumbyinzers.com, the number two, D-U-M-Y-I-N-Z-R-S.com. Head over there. We have links to everything, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, oh, Facebook, email addresses, the merchandise store, everything at twodumbyinzers.com. And there you have it, everybody. We're live every day from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., Monday through Friday. And the show that we do that particular day gets uploaded at 8 o'clock in the evening over on Spotify. So you can check us out in podcast form mm. if you just have time to listen in the car or work, whatever it may be. Um, we do. We do uh, appreciate everybody. So please keep continuing to check us out. Very appreciative. Very appreciative of everyone. Um, Mike, we have a 70-degree day today. I can already feel the warmth seeping into the studio. 
So what we're going to do is we're going to hit a, um, a XFL trivia, and then we're going to get the hell out of here and go enjoy right. some nice weather. That's what I'm talking about, bro. All right, so here we go. Trivia question of the day. This is also this has been XFL themed mm-hmm. this week. This day is no different. Mike, today is an XFL trivia. Are you ready? I am ready. Anybody on the live chat also play along. Here we go. How many weeks is the NFL? I'm sorry. How many weeks is the XFL season slated to be? Now let me clarify. I'm talking about how many weeks there's games and then playoffs. Ooh. So the, there's uh, no bye weeks in the XFL. So the team plays X amount of games and then the playoffs. Now, with that being said, let me ask the question again. Okay. How many weeks is in the XFL season? How many weeks is in the XFL? So I'm looking for a total number. This is going to include playoff and season. Let's. Hmm. Hmm. Derpy going with the. Uh, Derpy going with the short thing always. Uh, 69. I like it. I remember 690. Lock- you know what? I. I- I respect that. Um, We're going to lock Derpy in on the 6-9. I'm going to go with uh, 10. 10 weeks all together. 10 weeks all together. Okay. Do you see me still? Yeah, I see you. Okay. Oh, you're so- a little wonka wonka, but you're there. So I'm on my, on my way back in here. So Mike says... Uh, 10 weeks mm-hmm. Derpy says 69 I'm going to try to fix my situation alright I got everybody locked in here we go Uh-oh. the question of the day XFL how many weeks is in the XFL season Mike says 10 Derp says 69 the answer is guys 12 total weeks there's a 10 week season you're Ooh. right in that, in that part Mike Damn. it's a 10 week season and then after that there's a 2 Week playoffs, it's uh real quick. I mean, there's not a lot of teams, they do yeah. a round and then it's the championship, so it's a 12 week overall. Mm. No bye weeks. The answer is 12 weeks. So there you have it. Learn that we learn a little bit today. I got the XFL tonight. Enjoy, enjoy the game. I know Mike will be because we got Ben Danucci in the Seattle Sea Dragons taking on the St. Louis Battlehawks. That's tonight at nine o'clock. XFL, check it out, everybody. Mike, do you have anything before we take off, man? Uh, like Derpy, you know, he's always going with uh, six nine, and in the immortal words of Les- Leslie Snipes, always bet on black. There you go, everybody. You heard it here. Uh, for Ryan, Mike, the two dumb yinzers, have a great day. Enjoy this great weather in western Pennsylvania. See you tomorrow, and have a great one. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>